0: Love, talk radio. Hello and welcome to The Dash with Don Wright Oliveras, that's me, and Mr. Peter Mingles. He's over there. Say hi Peter.
1: Hi, I'm here. I showed up.
0: Yay. It's a new year. We made it through two thousand and twelve.
1: By <laughs> default. Where's by no default. <laughs>
0: Without question. And for those of you who had a year like we had a year, um, you know, I can tell you that I have never been quite so happy to go, oh, okay, we'll never have to do that year again. You know, it's, it was the, actually, you know, I, I'm, I'm at midnight I looked and said I never understood Charles Dickens when, until, until 2012 when I could say it was the best of times, it was the worst of times. And it, it actually was for me. Um, it was it was an amazing year, and it was a, truly an opportunity for growth. One hundred and fifty percent an opportunity for growth. Would you not agree?
1: I would agree that we tasted every aspect of living.
0: Yes. In two thousand and twelve, <laughs> yes. we
1: took the whole thing, Don. We left <laughs> nothing unturned.
0: No absolutely and and to be quite honest you know i've never felt more alive than i do right now and i'm i'm looking at things you know as i'm making uh, for those of you who don't know and nobody does because i'm the only one doing it peter knows about it andy who's been trudging away at it all day we're we're working on our website for the dash radio and our blog and 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 i'm i'm getting to learn um wordpress themes as a pro <laughs> Not that I wanted to. But, you know, when when you're in, an entrepreneur and you're in business for yourself, everything is an adventure. Everything is a learning opportunity and a growth opportunity. It's, um, it's all about a new beginning. Everything is a new beginning and a new reinvention of oneself. And I find that, you know, at 44, almost 45 years old, and it's no different than when I was 20 something. It's always something new. Everything is new. Every time I turn around, I have to re-educate or fully educate myself in a completely new area to do the next thing. No matter what I choose, I never seem to choose the stuff I already know how to do. How about you?
1: Well, it's a learning experience for sure. And as an entrepreneur, you always learn to do one thing, you have to do about 37 things first. Mm -hmm. So even though you want to get started with a WordPress theme, you always remember that, oh, shoot, I have to learn this and I have to learn that, and welcome to the entrepreneurial spirit. And (laughs) that's that's a little bit like the theme that we have for the dash. We start off with the beginning, however that looks like. Mm -hmm. And then we have everything in between, and then ultimately there's the end result. And we're not even close to the end result because today is just January 2nd. (laughs) But as we're getting started with new websites and new relationships and new products and new features, and we think about the magical date that just happened, the year clicked over to 2013, the only thing that really magically... And we didn't
0: implode or explode, and we're still here.
1: We're still here and the reality is the same family we had before and the same friends we had before are still here. They didn't magically either go away or reinforce themselves and there was no magical bank account that wait bing 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 you start all over, there's no debt. <laughs> it's just a, it's a philosophical beginning of the new year. But the reality is is that we're just one year older and who knows what's or one day older or one second older and we still have to go to work and we have to still get started. Now the cool thing about this Don is my background has always been kind of like uh, at the entry level, on the street, training new guys for my whole entire adult life, even if regardless of what position or status I had, I was always training new people. And because I like working with new people, we always put ourselves, down in the trenches with the new guys. So even though we may be experienced, we experience what they go through every single day. And whether it's mm-hmm. a new topic or a new thing, we're always into that n- the newness of it where the rubber meets the road, the obstacles they face, the only advantages we have is we have some experience and lots of tread marks on us to be able to recognize what it's like to be new.
0: For sure. Yes. Yeah.
1: And, <laughs> and in a fun way, I like to always paint the pessimistic or the hard approach first because anybody can handle the good stuff. I mean, when you push the submit button and everything you wrote sticks and everything looks okay – we call that, that's wonderful, and that's going to happen a lot of times. But statistically in your business, as we've learned, right, relative to programming and stuff like that, when you push the submit button, that's just the beginning of the journey. You have no idea what's going to happen, and you have to be ready for just about everything. So Uh I like to playfully start with the, the tough stuff, you know, the stuff that's probably going to weed the garden from the weaker ones. And I, my promise and my commitment on this call is I always bring the tougher stuff because that's what separates the, the mouse from the men or the men from the mouse or the women from or whatever. But that's usually where the weak ones usually quit and recognizing those adversities sometimes are the biggest differentiations between whether you're going to stick around, not you, because I know you, but the people (laughs) listening in, whether they're going to be sticking around a year from now or not, and what their life is going to look like, and all the really great, wonderful stories that they will touch and they will learn from every one of them if they allow themselves to. But I think most of us sometimes fail to remember is that everything that happened to us before, everything that's going to happen to us later on, is going to be stuff that somehow or another we're going to be able to use to help ourselves and lots of other people as well. So we strap ourselves on, we put on our little helmets, and we run downhill, and we're going to make it happen one way or another, and it's going to be fun and frustrating. You're going to get the whole series if you're hanging with us, that's for sure.
0: That's the truth. Yeah, you know, and and to be quite honest with you, it's what makes it – really life, Peter. You know, I mean, so many people want to go ahead and and go through life, and they want these magical things to happen without any effort. They want their bank account to suddenly increase. They want their dream job, maybe, to fall into their lap, Um, but they don't want to have to leave the old one to go get it. They want the next partner in their life to suddenly appear, but they don't want to have to get all gussied up to go find them. Um, They don't want to have to leave the house. They think they're just going to show up, you know, and, and, you know, be delivering, I don't know, a UPS package. (laughs) You know, um, I I see so many people saying that they want things in their life, but they're not willing to go ahead and get the dirt under their nails or the, you know, or, or just whatever the work is behind going out and getting it. And what I can say is that there has never been anything that I have ever created and manifested in my life, um, especially if it was more than I already had, you know. Um, it's easy, it's really easy to go out and just create the same thing that you already had and have it look a little different, you know. It's, that's just a change of scenery. But if we actually want something that we don't already have in our life, and that could be, you know, we want to make twice as much money as we're already making, or we want to have a fantastic marriage or a, um, you know, whatever it might be. We, we might be in the, the phase, of, you and I are in the phase of our lives, Peter, where we want to go ahead and have children. Um, <laughs> we're already going, whew, whew, we're almost to the other side of that. Um, you know, they, they're, they're 20-something and they're still in the house. <laughs> but, you know, it's a situation where there are people who are embarking on that moment, you know, where they're considering those things. There is nothing, even having a baby is called labor. You know, there is nothing that you can achieve that's worthy in life that doesn't require a whole lot of work to get there.
1: Well, that is for sure. And one of my favorite parables, if you will, is by Spencer Johnson, Who Moved My Cheese? (laughs)
0: Exactly.
1: So those people that are unfamiliar with the little parable, cheese life is like the maze and cheese is what you really want. And if you watch the little parable you'll be able to find that the cheese gets moved. Now, in today's society, Don, I really think life moves much faster than ever before. And relative to the cheese being moved, if you want to be aggressive in building a businesses, you know, they, they used to talk before about if you don't have a website, you won't have a business, if you remember that. Well, now it's so much more complex than that. the the world moves so fast that if you are someone that says I want the security of no change the the world is going to just stomp on top of you and leave you behind there's so many things that are going on keeping up is just is impossible mastering whatever you can possibly master to just kind of hold on is the reality, and with the stuff that's happening nowadays with technology, forget about with the economy and everything else, it's an ever-changing world. So until you become really comfortable with the uncomfortable, then you're probably going to be left behind. So whether it's a job, it's a relationship, it's a business, it's family, everything is moving so fast at such a high rate of speed, change is something you have to adapt to nowadays and be able to get your best handle on it. So having said those things, Dawn, go ahead, back to you.
0: No, it's the truth. I mean, I, I started building websites with Danny 15 years ago, and I sat here thinking, oh, my God, this is going to be so great. Look at how they have all of these technologies here. We don't even have to do that stuff anymore. I don't have to go get brand-new servers. I don't have to do this. I don't have to do that. I don't have to have front page, I don't have to have, you know, FrontPage. Uh, you know, I haven't used front page in, in 10 years. And then I turned around, and I realized, oh, my God, it's a completely different world just moving i mean it's a better world it's 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 something that has so much more advantage and so much more available but it's a brand new place and everything is a brand new learning experience so you know not to harp on this but i've been you know 9 hours of sitting here um you know just reading through and looking through and and unlearning what i've always known to relearn a new skill and a lot of people don't realize but you know it's way harder to unlearn what you already know, to relearn a skill that you already had, and just a, a totally new way of doing something. You know, one of my favorite quotes is uh, I think it's Freud who says, um, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over but expecting a different result. And, you know, many people, and I know myself included, you know, we've gone through our lives doing the same thing over and over. And we come to this place where we want a new result. We want whether, like, what everybody's resolutions resonate the same space. You know, we want more of something. We want less of something else. Um, we want, you know, something new, but uh, maybe just a new spin on what you already have. Maybe there's things that you love about your life. You don't want them to change, but you want something in addition to them. But everyone around the world is asking for the same things out of, you know, out of this next year, out of, you know, whoever they pray to and and looking inside self or looking around themselves. And and they're all saying pretty much the same thing. Um, And it's just a matter of how are you going to get there, you know? What is your clarity of intention? Because um, Sai taught me something really interesting, and it was all about, you know, if you want something, and it's, it's something that you've never had before. Everything that we have is in that nice, cushy, comfortable space where your, your easy chair and your clicker exist and your Coca-Cola and your TV and your nice fuzzy slippers and your nice cozy blanket. <laughs> and it's right – everything that we have is right there. It's nice and comfortable. There is nothing that makes your palms sweat, makes you nauseous. There's nothing that makes you go, oh, God, I don't think I really want this anymore about it because you already have it there's no fear because anytime that we want something peter that we don't already have the there's this fear associated with getting something we've never had before because it's just fear of the unknown we've never had it we don't know how to go get it it's something that we haven't done a million times before and it's that yellow flashing light that caution light that that tells us wait a minute make sure that you're okay doing this you know and so many people take that as a stoplight instead of a uh, look both ways so you don't get run over light. And um, and it's not comfortable, so they, they just back off and they say, okay, forget it. And they stay exactly where they were, and they keep doing the same thing over and over every single year. And instead of, and I'm challenging, and this is for myself too, because I wrote some pretty, and Peter heard him some pretty hefty resolutions this year Um, real commitments and true goals, you know, and in in all of those resolutions that I've created for myself, I'm following the SMART technique and I'm creating specific, measurable, attainable, risky, and time-sensitive goals inside every one of those resolutions because I am truly committed. I'm not just throwing out there a weight loss goal and a money goal and and, you know, I'm going to come to January 10th and go, thank God those resolutions got written this year <laughs> and moving on to the next thing because I've just taken this January 1st as a as a true goal-setting opportunity. Um, but when it comes right down to it, you know, following through, doing things differently, and putting people in my life like yourself who are going to, you know, hold me to, hey, so what have you done exactly today that's going to get you any closer to those goals? Because if you don't have accountability and you don't have people in your life that you've spoken those things out to and said, this is what I want to create, you know, then, then there really isn't anything there. It's just a bunch of fluff. It's a bunch of words. So, you know, I, I count on you, Peter, to help me um, remember every single day and, uh, and to make sure that I get to the next step and i'm hoping i can do the same for you.
1: Absolutely. There's there's a few things that i learned. Could you i know you said the smart thing, but there might be some people that were saying, "Oh shoot, that was really good. I hope she says that again." So what did the smart stand for?
0: It's specific. Okay? So every single goal that we set for ourselves has to be specific. So if you want to go ahead and you maybe let's just use an example of weight loss, okay? Maybe you're going to say, "I want to i want to lose weight." Well, the subconscious mind is a, is a visual thing. If everybody closes their eyes who's listening to this right now, if you close your eyes and, and I say to you, whatever you do, do not see a six-foot pink fuzzy bunny. The very first thing that everybody is going to see is a six-foot pink fuzzy bunny, okay, because the subconscious mind works in pictures and it's very, very specific. So... When we set goals, we have to work with our subconscious mind because our conscious mind gets littered and cluttered with stuff all day, every day, and whatever's in front of us is what gets attended to. So the subconscious mind, we're going to write it down, and first things first is we're going to be specific. The acronym is SMART. So specific, I want to lose 10 pounds. So instead of saying I want to lose 10 pounds because the subconscious mind can't see a negative 10 pounds, what weight are you? Let's just say you're 150 pounds and you want to be 140 pounds. That's what you need to say. I want to be 140 pounds because the minute you say that, you can see it on a scale in your mind's eye. You can see 140 pounds. So be very specific. Make sure that you can see what you're asking for. And when you close your eyes, you see the six-foot fuzzy pink bunny, you can see the 140 pounds, or you can see the I don't know, ten thousand extra dollars in your bank account after your taxes on April fifteenth. Everything's paid. You have ten thousand extra dollars in your bank account. You can see that. You can see a visual picture, and then it has to be measurable. Okay. So, like I just said, it's 140 pounds. It's ten thousand dollars in X bank account. Okay. It's not just I want to lose weight or I want to make more money. Okay, you could walk and bend over and find a quarter on the street and you just made more money, Peter, and that's not what anybody's looking for. So you got to make it measurable, okay? It has to be something that is quanti- quantitative, quantitative, quantitative. How do you say it?
1: Good enough, either way. We know Good enough,
0: saying. okay? Um, and then it has to be attainable. So you can't, it, you can say, I want to be the president of the United States okay, this year, but that's totally not attainable. If there's no election, you might be 18 years old, and, you know, you have to be 36, all of these things, it has to be attainable. Then it has to be risky, and risky isn't it puts you in danger. Risky meaning you've never done it before. It's not the same thing that you do day after day. So it has to make your palms sweat a little, or it's not a worthy growth goal. And then the last one is time-sensitive, okay? you got to put a date on it, and there has to be an end date that you're going to have that deliverable in by. That's specific, it.
1: Specific,
0: measurable, measurable.
1: attainable, risky, time-sensitive. That's it. Smart. 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 <laughs> okay, now, Dawn, I know that somehow or another someone taught that to you, Or you deduce that however you want to deduce that. And then you had to apply it. So you had to believe in it. You had to apply it on a regular basis. And then maybe something happened. So, can you think of a specific example? And I know you live this. So, Mm -hmm. lots of those are your, like lots of these things are what you've lived already. But could you think of maybe an example in the past where that actually happened? You said, I'm going to spe- do the specific, measurable, attainable, risky, time-sensitive thing, and just give an example of when it actually might have happened for you. And when Absolutely. You said,
0: I mean, I can give you guys uh, quite a few of them, actually. And and the beautiful thing about it is um, it doesn't have to make any sense at all, and it, it can fly against all reason because it works, Okay. Um, back in the day, where I learned this was through SCI seminars, and that's P for Paul, S for Sam, I for Indigo Seminarsplural.com. And um, because Larry Edwards in network marketing, I interviewed him, and uh, he he had been the top ten money earner in everything he'd ever done. And I gave him a call when we got offline, and I said, "How have you done it? I, I need to know." And he told me this was like 12 years ago, Peter. He told me, oh, "I'm a SCI graduate." and he says uh, let me tell you a little story about a guy named William Penpatrick and Larry spun his yarn and i was at, i was at SCI seminars at their basic within 90 days i i flew out to california i moved out there actually found a Psi basic and was in their class and i'm actually going to be sponsoring something with Dan Dor who started Sci seminars with William Penpatrick Within the next ninety days, um, probably here in Little Rock, and we're I'm, I'm going to be meeting them up in Chicago. So if anybody's interested, um, we've got some <clears throat> really incredible work that you guys are going to be able to participate in. If you're interested, it's going to be on our website. It's going to be on the radio show. So make sure that you guys follow the show. Um, make sure that you go ahead and you you push the little button that will give you reminders in your inbox and will let you know when anything's going on with us. Because if you just go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash the dash, you guys will have an opportunity to go ahead and um, and push the button and follow us always, and you'll always be reminded whenever there's there's something going on with us. So so. I go and I learn all of these techniques, and we're in a basic i 'm going to I'm, I was coaching, I was staffing as a volunteer, and i we were all sitting around in a circle, and one of the things that was said was, "As goes the teacher, so goes the class." and so all of us who were coaching and were staffing the event, we had to put some serious goals out in front of us, and it was my birthday, and i didn 't have a vehicle; we had sold our vehicles when we were in Florida and we got out to California and we were just busy, busy, busy. And I, I had just about a month before seen my dream car drive by. And at the time I didn't know what a BMW Z three convertible was. I just knew I went and that was it. And mind you Peter, this is I had no money. I had terrible credit from my divorce. Um I had a little bit of income, but I didn't have any money in the bank, okay? But I wanted that car, and I thought, okay, it's my birthday. It was my birthday on Sunday of the basic. And I thought, well, do I have the nerve (laughs) to actually make this my goal? And sure enough, Peter, I swear to you that it was literally seven days from the time I set the goal that I I set my intention. I spoke to the people around me, and I said, I'm going to manifest my dream car and you know people don't really understand the power of intention okay but when when we're clear about who we are what we what we're going to do and that we're worthy of such things and and we and we're we're people of integrity that keep our word and we have people in our lives that know this about us you know it's amazing the mountains that will move um and and the the Sai saying is when the intention is clear, the mechanism will appear. So, you know, I actually had somebody who wanted to buy, I wanted a house. I didn't want to keep paying rent. This was soon after the BMW story. And I was sitting down and and, uh, a company that I was with, you know, that was in my past. I didn't have a new project yet. There was no way. I didn't, still, I had better credit from, you know, from, you know, six months going by, but I didn't have Great credit, this was like what two thousand and one, and somebody that was um doing some business and coding for Danny and I. he turns around and says, "You guys want a house?" We said, Yeah, and he said you know i 'm looking to go ahead and 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 invest in some properties, but i don 't want to go ahead and just have a rental. If you guys are interested in having your own house i 'm interested in investing." Why don't we go ahead and just work out a deal, and that way you guys can have a house, and I can have an investment, and together we can we can share in that opportunity. So, what what I have to say is that you would be amazed at that your goal might actually. somebody else's goal that's sitting six feet from you it might coincide perfectly you know the stars align when we're clear peter (laughs) it's it's amazing so i mean i've i've used smart technique and i've used the clarity of intention and writing down what i was going to manifest every single time you know um and another situation, I stated that I was I was going to create $15,000 a month as my income. This was back then. This is 2002. Um, I knew that that was the income that we needed living in Southern California with a family of six. We had a large family, and there was no way that we were going to make it comfortably without that kind of income. And so I used the SMART technique, and I, I wrote it all down, and within, I'd say, I think it was 30 days, I landed a contract that paid me $20,000 down and exactly that money a month. And, you know, that relationship lasted for the next 12 to 14 years of my life. I mean, not that same exact contract, but that relationship. So, You know, I think that anything that we do, you know, if it starts with the right intention and we use the SMART technique and we make these goals and we write them down, and I can't say more importantly that you have to make sure that you're accountable to somebody and you can't just say this in a mirror and write it down on a sheet of paper. There has to be another human being that you can entrust these goals to, because and it has to be somebody that's not going to look at your sheet of paper and go, Puh, good luck, okay? <laughs> it has to be somebody that that says, I can get behind you on this. You know, um, there is nothing that is is more important and more powerful than that. And Peter. I have a really special guest that wants to come on, and, and he, he Facebooked me and said, can you call me in? And I have never done that before um, with with this, but if you if you wouldn't mind talking for a minute, I'm sure. going to go get Chief Sonny Reyna. He is the chief of the Toltec, uh, excuse me, the chief of the, um, uh, he, he's my it chief. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Just go get him. Just go get him. I'm going to go get him.
1: Tell us who he is in a second. It'll be fine. All right, so I'll buy some time while she's doing that. And then I'll bring everybody down to earth relative to the stuff that she's talking about. The one thing that she didn't mention as clearly as she said was knowing Dawn, she probably worked her tail off. If she would say, oh, my gosh, yeah, I didn't leave that spot out, it was seven days a week, 20 hours a day, like a maniac, being able to do the stuff that I did to be able to attract the things that we did. So a lot of times, a lot of people sometimes think, well, I just wrote it down, and then they put it in an envelope and they put it aside and then wonder if it's going to magically gravitate toward them. And I know some people say that that might happen to them, but I know from my perspective and also from Dawn's, she's also worked her tail off for it as well. So she's looking to get somebody else. We'll continue this conversation next.
0: Yeah, I'm not getting him. I don't know why. It's saying that the call's failed, so... um he He's going to either have to call in, call in, or we'll do again tomorrow. We'll do it tomorrow. This thing that I-, <laughs> I could three-way him in. I was trying to put him in. You know what? I'm going to go do that. Hold on. You talk okay. for another second, Peter. You
2: got it. And, yes,
0: right. I did work my tail off. And, let me just say that, okay? There has never been anything in my life that has ever been worth achieving in my life That I didn't work like a dog to achieve, Peter. I mean, I know that there are people who say, "Well, you got to work smart, not hard." But I I call I call BS on that, quite honestly. I mean, yes, you got to work smart, and working smart means you don't have to do exponentially more work than you have to do. You know, Um, you know, you can go ahead and work five hundred times harder to do absolutely the same exact thing that would take you ten minutes that you need to work smart but when it comes right down to it you know there isn't anything i've ever done that was worth having that that wasn't a, a great deal of work to accomplish you know 17 hour days you know you got to be kidding me is looking in the mirror going yes you do want this convincing myself not to quit i mean everything i've ever done required a, a, either a massive amount of faith or a massive amount of work <laughs> or both
1: Yeah, and most likely both.
0: Both, Okay,
1: good. So you're going to do that three-way? Yep, going. All right, so I'll keep talking. All right, so the the reality is as many of us learn those things or learn these things in either running a business or maybe in sales or direct sales or perhaps even in network marketing. But remember always the deck is somewhat stacked against you. Most people will never make it. And the reason is is because they don't do the things that they could Um, which would be write down that SMART formula. Now, the way Dawn laid it out was really super simple, and that would mean it would be easy for someone to do, be specific, measurable, attainable, risky, time-sensitive. Anybody could really do that, but most people don't. And why not? We don't know. It's not that they don't want to. It's not that they can't. It's just that they don't do it. They get distracted. No one ever held their feet to their fire. And chances are, more than less likely, if Dawn were to be back on the schedule, she said, who held your feet to the fire? Who made sure that you did that? And it was either herself or maybe a structure, a class that she was in, a mentor that kind of pushed her. Then somebody kept her accountable for it as well and through whatever belief or disbelief eventually started happening and started working and now twenty five years later or ten years later she's actually now teaching a course relative to the stuff that she made once before and i know for instance one of my first times that ever happened i'll never forget it it was kind of strange my mentors always taught me to do affirmations positive statements that i wanted to predict somewhat of the future somewhere in advance and when I was a young man, for some misguided reason, I wanted a Mercedes-Benz. I didn't want a Mercedes-Benz for any other reason than I was in a network market I'm sorry, I was in a direct sales company, and the good car was always like a recruiting tool. So the manager would have to drive a new car. So all the other guys around me were driving Mercedes, and at 24, 22 or 23, I said, "I'd like to have that kind of a car." So I'll never forget that that was my goal. By the time I was 24, I was going to have that Mercedes. And it wasn't, it wasn't even close. I was up 23. I was still a little bit struggling building a branch. I always looked at it as being probably a misplaced goal. Maybe I said that the, the goal was okay, but maybe the time sensitivity, maybe it was a little bit too new for me. So although I said those words every day, And I worked my tail off for other reasons as well. Having the Mercedes was just really something that became nice. But I said it every day, and my intentions were eventually to get it, and I didn't mind if my time frame was wrong. And then all of a sudden, I recruited a gal whose name was Ann. And Ann had been in the auction business, and specifically the car auction business. And I drove Ann home one day, because her husband had the car, and she says, oh, I really would love you to see something that's kind of like it's one of the last ones we want to get rid of, and they were struggling a little bit, and then guess what she had in her driveway that she wanted to be able to get rid of, and my birthday is on July 9th, and guess what happened on July 5th? I drive Anne home, and guess what? The exact model that I was looking for, it was a used one, I didn't know on a new one, it was a used model, exactly the way I was looking for, and I said, this is kind of freaky, how does this happen? That could happen by chance or circumstance or whatever, whether I ift it into my world or not, I don't know. But the reality was, as I focused on that, and what I learned was, is what I focus on, and what I'm really willing to work my tail off for, more often than less often, has a tendency to show up. So... I can't explain it. There's certain things that I think can't be explained, don't need to be explained. They just kind of like work that way. So some people call it intention. Some people call it their main driving force, their passion, whatever it might be. But I can share with you this. If you don't do it, the likelihood of it happening is probably next to none. So, Dawn, were you able to do our cool three-way? Are you back yet, Dawn?
0: Yeah, we have a really cool oh. three-way, and Chief Sonny Reyna would have a different word for that, wouldn't we, wouldn't you, Chief? Chief? Oh, no. Hold on. We've got him. Chief, are you there? Can you hear me? Okay, hold on, Peter. I can hear him. Let me see. For some reason, Peter, we can't hear him. I can hear him on another line. I'm going to try one more time. Chief, you stay here, okay? All right. You can hear me, right, Pete?
1: I can hear you fine.
0: All right. So I'm calling again.
1: Here we go. So here's what <laughs> we mean by risky not afraid to play with technology on a live show if it's worthwhile. <laughs> it's, it's true. If it's worthwhile. And the reason, you know, it's kind of fun that we do this like this is because some people are always looking for perfection. And I'd say probably one of the single single biggest things that most people have a challenge with is they expect everything to be perfect and that it needs to be for them to hit their goals and things like that. And the answer is probably not. I mean, the reality is relative to most things, it's not going to be perfect. It might be a little bit on the sloppy side, and that's totally okay. You're paid and promoted or, per- or based on your performance sometimes, and sometimes that, doesn't, that may mean you swing out a couple of times. It doesn't always work out. Who cares? And when I say who cares, of course you care, but you're not expecting it to work out every single time. So if you're getting married and getting a smudge <laughs> on your wedding dress, who cares? If it, if it rains or maybe some of the glasses fell and broke, Who cares?
0: That's the reality right. is,
1: is, what's the most important thing? And do, how are you doing on that technology, Don?
0: Okay. Chief, can can you let, let's see? Tell me, can you can you speak right now and us hear you?
2: Can hear you? Can you hear me? We can hear
0: you. Yeah, head chief. All right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, Peter
0: so, is helping us. Well. Chief, tell everybody a little bit about yourself, please. We've known each other a very, very long time, and I just absolutely love everything that you do and the message that you bring to this planet. And we were talking about fresh beginnings and resolutions and whatever that little bit of magic is that, um, that, that gets behind you when you set your intention and you believe and um, it was just a perfect, perfect moment for you to say, bring me on to your show, Don. So would you just talk a little bit about that for us?
2: Absolutely. First of all, definitely a big blessing for a new year. And um, I don't pay attention to all the propaganda about the end of the world. My father would tell us, it's the end of the world when you die. But you wake up in another world.
0: So That's right.
2: There, there is uh, like like a uh, uh, ancient, beautiful psychic in Bourgondres, France, told me about ten years ago. I asked her what's going to happen to the Earth. She says the Earth will live beyond our ability to comprehend. We've got to spend time and help each other while we're here. Only a fleeting moment we're here and we're too selfish and we neglect those who could really use a little bit of help. She said, and we're the only animal that allows our own kind to die when everybody has got enough to help everybody else. So for me... uh, there there are two choices in this world right now. And and uh, we are we are the only animal uh with choice because all the other animals are living and celebrating in natural culture, nature's culture. We are the only animal that has created artificial culture. And artificial culture has become the nemesis of natural culture. So, our return to natural culture has to be, has to be, and will be, and indeed is happening right now, this moment, everywhere, and it is. An incredible movement, a return to nature movement that is being led by the alpha women of the world like your radio host is right there, Don.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much, Chief. Now, Chief Sonirena is the chief of the Yaqui Indian Nation, and um, he and I met many years ago out in uh, in California. And it was an interesting thing, Peter. This was one of those magical manifestations that I was sitting out in California. I met a massage therapist. She was doing some work on me. She just so happened to also be Jim Carrey's massage therapist. And I was saying how I really wanted to meet a shaman. And sure enough, she says, are you kidding me right now? We have a shaman landing right now. He's literally on his way to La Jolla. Do you want to meet him tonight? Isn't that how we met, Chief? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was how we met. So, you know, even, even those magical moments, you set your intention and you put things out there. And you just set it up and, you know, you can call it the universe, you can call it anything you want, you can call it source, you can call it God, you can call it anything you want. But there is something very magical about setting your intention or setting a goal or speaking one to another, I'm going to do this or I want to create this or can you show me this? I mean, Peter, you and I, we live in a world of networking. That's what we do. It's all word of mouth, right? That's correct, and I think that's I think that's really the power of all of it. I think that's what's behind all of it. You know, if we can connect with each other, and we can trust, and we can put our our faith in ourselves, and and uh, and whatever that little bit of magical juju is <laughs> of setting of setting our intentions and our goals out there. You know, we can all sit there and say resolutions don't work, and we can go ahead and be negative, and we can throw the baby out with the bathwater. Or we can go ahead and um, and put a little bit of faith in ourselves and in the in the power of both the written word, the spoken word, and um, and and the universal laws. Right? I mean, there's there's a ton of great books out there. Chief, uh, do you have any any favorite favorite stories about um, setting a goal or or an intention that you want to share? Did you set any goals for this year?
2: Absolutely, but you know what? It it, it is moment to moment. <laughs> it is, is a new year, moment to moment.
0: That's right.
2: We 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 have stretched our, uh, ourselves with all the artificial culture, like phony bubble gum. We have just stretched stretched out into fantasies where you've got to just stop, take a deep breath. And enjoy the moment because it is pure magic
0: That's it is the truth. pure
2: magic our minds our minds are racing ahead, creating a tidal wave of confusion and speculation all over the world. We've got to uh, harness our minds like the Eastern people do. The Eastern people harness the mind by going inside. And 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 in all spirituality, it's about stopping your mind because your mind is an overactive monkey that wants to see everything, wants to jump everywhere. So what you do is you take some deep breaths, and you've got to spend more time. In Mother Nature. Get out of your homes. Get out of your cars. Get out of your offices. Get out of the square boxes. Get out of the jails, the artificial jail of artificial culture, as much as you possibly can, because you are a child of nature. You are a precious animal. You are a precious, magical animal. And, and we think too much. We're the only animal that thinks too much. So please, uh, make your New Year's resolution to, to return to your heart, to move from your mind back into your heart. Because in your heart, you are a magical animal. In your mind, you are a much too clever Monkey. And so we are the only monkey that has created an artificial culture, has created horrible weapons of destruction. We're the only monkey that allows our own kind to starve to death. There's children starving to death, women and men starving to death. And one billionaire on this planet could be feeding all the starving people and become an instant, an instant, Patriot, an instant saint, so we've got it as backwards people we've got to bring ourselves back to the magic, to the dignity, to the honor, to the respect, to the love that we're born that we were conceived because this entire planet is a place of love, and we're the only animal that has that has turned away in 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 too many instances away from that love and we're the only animal that has created an artificial culture
0: right absolutely thank you you so much chief and and you know words of complete wisdom everybody needs to get outside every once in a while um I find that you know when I'm working Peter I'm sure that that you know, this is the same for you because we're both in internet technology and and even our communications you know it, it's so so nice when we finally get face to face with people and it's a different story when I can get outside every day and I can breathe some fresh air and I I'm looking out like right now I built I built myself an office with windows to the woods so that I could just be looking outside even when I'm working, and it just changes everything for me when i'm you know because I'm always staring at the little screens and I've always got the tiny little um you know the phones in my ear and the the text messages are all popping, you know, and I totally agree with you, Chief, that it is absolutely a, a mission critical thing to be able to get outside every single day and get into nature and and to be face to face with people. Peter?
1: Peter's right here.
0: There you are. You know,
1: Don, when I was listening to um, uh, the Pete. chief, I was um, listening to his man made versus nature made philosophies. And a lot of it has to make a lot of sense for a lot of people if they've never heard that stuff before. And if you just take the idea that we're constantly being pulled and nudged off track, constantly being pushed and nudged off of track of the things that we fundamentally know still works. If you're building a business, the relationship you have with other people is key. If you start to really focus your strengths on helping as many people as you possibly can, um, then that's really a big difference. And I can hear his passion in saying, "Listen, we got to get this thing back together. Follow the, the rules of more of nature than rules of man. The, the men have screwed this up for a long time. I appreciate him wanting to give it to the women because we've kind of screwed <laughs> it up for a real long time. They would do." A, they we, we can't make it any worse. You know, the reality is we can't make it any worse, and I'm a guy. But maybe I think a little bit differently. But the the key is going to be what really works, what really happens, and what are we going to do in 2013 to bring us back to those basics, to respect, to not look for shortcuts, to understand that we use the technology the right way and not necessarily the wrong way, and where can we be Grounded again, back to helping as many people as we possibly can, because there's a war out there. There's good versus evil probably more so now than ever before, and the bad guys seem like they're winning sometimes. So we have to, we have to come back to the fundamentals. Like most of the people are on this call – How can we help as many people as we possibly can? And although Zig's been given credit for, you know, the more people you help, the better it is, or the things that he says, if you want more of the best things in life, you've got to help more people get what they're looking for. There's a lot of truth to a lot of that in the natural way to be able to help as many people as we possibly can, where there's no losers in the equation. And then let's remember what he said. There's a lot of people out there that really need help. And if you are Mm -hmm. a leader develop yourself so the call to everybody else on this call is if you're the leader help out in your own way you know i have a little philosophy don i always wanted to become really good and master whatever i might do so if it's in website development i want to do that if it's if i could master becoming super duper great at whatever it is that i personally saw my passion at being and everybody more or less did the same thing if the guy who made the brakes on my car said the most important thing for me to do is become a master at this and build the best possible brakes I could, if the guy who picked up my garbage did the same thing, if the one who washed the windows did the same thing, the one who, fed, who who made the food did the same thing, if we all collectively just worked on becoming as good as we possibly can for the betterment of everybody, the world would be a better place. And I really still am naive enough to think that that's possible. But it doesn't happen on its own. So the techniques you're teaching, the the speech that the chief is giving us right now, all of these things seem to fit in place, but we're still in the minority. And until we yell it and scream it as often as we can and recruit as many people to say more or less the same thing, we're never going to be able to get this thing turned around. So that's my commitment at the beginning of 2013, building an army of people that more or less think and work the same way to help a whole bunch of people, so I appreciate you bringing the Keith, uh, bringing Keith on. So uh, or the, th- chief. the chief, rather, Chief Sunny Reyna. The ch- the chief yeah, let on. me
0: let me just give him a bit of a plug. Anybody who wants to go ahead and connect with the chief, um, he, you spell his name Sunny S O N for Nancy and for Nancy E for Edward Sunny Reyna R E Y N A. So you can Facebook him. You can go ahead and, and shoot me a Facebook, and you'll be able to find him on my friends' list. He's right on my wall right now. You can check it out. I'll go ahead and and, and even put him up on uh, the Dash Radio's uh, Facebook fan page so that you guys can connect with him. So if you're really feeling the same kind of a thing, that, you know, every single year it's the same old grind, you want to go ahead and, you know, uh, ground into nature, you want to go ahead and do some, do some stuff that... Uh, that, that a chief and a shaman could go, go, go ahead and give you some strong messaging for, then then that's exactly who you want to connect with. I know that the chief has made sure that uh, I got my priorities straight once or twice, <laughs> and uh, and I always appreciate him. So thank you so much, Chief, for for joining us. And, um, Pierre, this hour flew by. It flew. Yep, yep it did. sure did so guys we I appreciate you so much pete and i I really appreciate you chief and and guys, I think this is going to be a really spectacular year and uh and and if you if you just give me about three or four more days to go ahead and get the site up you 'll be able to go ahead and share some of those resolutions with us. And, um, and you know, pop them onto my Facebook page. Pop them onto the Dash Radio Facebook page. Make sure that you follow us and get the word out because we're going to be here Monday through Thursday next week. We'll be here tomorrow night at 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. So join us, and uh, maybe we'll have another fun call-in surprise guest. Who knows? Okay, that's it. I think I'm perfect. alone. Good night, everybody. We'll see
2: you tomorrow.
0: <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Good night, guys.